the fact that kids don't answer their phones anymore. It's all text, Yahoo, YeChat, FiChat, ComChat. Um, I, got, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm surrendering here. I'm surrendering. Whatever chat. And with the first pick, can I get a Welcome to the GBP, the Glass Bottle Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We have lots of new listeners and faithful listeners, and we really appreciate it. We are here on 429. Our day, your day is whenever you listen to us for something, maybe even five something. And the night of the NFL draft. But we are not a sports podcast, so we will not discuss the NFL draft. Much, much. NFL draft adjacent. Yeah, we're NFL draft at Jason. Me and Charge are big time in the NFL draft. We'll talk about that between us, but not you, us. Just us, us, not you, us. Rob, up to my left. What up, Rob? What's a draft? Oh, that's when cold air hits your vagina. <laughs> and you go, oh. did you feel a draft? Okay, all right. <laughs> we got to do housekeeping first, Rob. Don't get too excited. And to my right... Charge with his upside down uh, corporal, no, sergeant logo on his shirt. What does it say on the back of your shirt? I read it today and I liked it. What does it say on the back of your shirt? Uh, seize your freedom. Oh, yeah. Seize your freedom because they're not going to hand it to you. Nobody hands you freedom. Nobody. Yeah. What up, Shards? What's up, man? That's it? Just what's up, man? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, it's a Thursday. Uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oh, we need to pull that drop from Tommy Boy. Housekeeping. If uh, yeah, not if I'm like t- saying if like the world's gonna end before we get to 25 episodes when we get to when we get to 25 episodes, like we talked about a little bit last week, it's confirmed. We've done the math. We've talked to people. We've booked facilities. We have purchased liquor. 25 episodes are. Is that the silver anniversary, Rob? Is that what silver is? 25. Uh no, I think 20. No, fuck. We're both married. All three of us are married. We don't know what the silver anniversary is. Oh, well, we're going to pretend it's silver. That's how married we all are. <laughs> when we get to 25 it is uh, silver. episodes. It yeah, is it is, silver. Rob. You were right. Good job. We're going to do a drunk history, a drunk glass bottom podcast. Me and Rob are going to get liquored up, as I like to say, or shit face, as some people like to say. And uh, Shards will be the designated driver because he's clean and sober, straight arrow living the good life and uh, we'll see where that takes us for our 25th episode. It'll be a celebration. If you will. What do you think, Rob? I'm excited. I'm excited too. Any excuse to drink is good with me. Shards. How does this come down on you? Like you used to be a party animal and now you're clean and sober. Are you going to be cool being our DD? Or are you going to like, will it help will it make you relapse? What's going to happen here? It'll probably remind me why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Based on my prior history with this kind of stuff, it will definitely make you happy that you don't drink anymore. I used to drink mostly to overcome social anxiety. I hate talking to people. I hate being in crowds. I fucking hate small talk. So parties to me were go there, get as much on board as you can. So when people come over and go, hi, I'm Bob, what's your name? Instead of going, I don't want to talk to you. I just want to like sit here. 
I would be like, Hey, I'm Mike. Let me entertain you. And I would go into wild Mike, as they called it. My friend, people that really know me and have been to the Christmas party for our work and know what wild Mike is. And he's, he's an idiot. So that's mostly why social anxiety, Rob, uh, what happens when you get liquored up? I turn into a very loving person. So do I. I love you, man. Yeah. And very philosophical. Oof, I don't get philosophical. I go the other way. I go anti-philosophical. So this might be a good match, Shards. You're going to have philosophical Rob, anti-philosophical me. I love you. Two guys, I love you drunk. We're probably going to pour gush all over you, Shards. Like, I love you so much. Oh, man. yeah. I'm going to pour gush all over you, Shards. <laughs> We're going to gush. Nice. You better brace yourself. Well, it's a good you thing would. I'm not drinking, dude. I'm a, I'm a violent drunk. That's why I don't drink no more. Really? Just thrash, man. You're a thrasher, a violent drunk. Did like, you ever get in bar yeah, fights oh, when yeah. you were drunk? I like to fight when I'm drinking. Damn, you like to verbally spar when you're not drinking. Oh, so yeah. I know that that's the other just... thing too. Is I get, I'm like a, a total introvert, but I become very extroverted when I drink, and I don't have a filter at all, and my mouth oh. gets me in trouble. Oh, but I think perfect. sometimes I do it on purpose. Wait, if you're drunk, how do you do it on purpose? What does that mean? Like when I'm drunk, I don't do anything on purpose. Well, I think I think subconsciously I know that my mouth will get me in trouble, and so therefore I just let it, you know, oh. vomit diarrhea, if you will. But you can back it up with your grappling skill. Yeah. I can't back it up. That's why I'm a love you. I'm an I love you drunk, and I'm a let's uh, let's all have fun drunk. So that'll be interesting to see. So tune in. Uh, we are 75 percenters, but I guarantee you, one thing we're going to achieve is getting drunk on the 25th podcast. That I can assure you. Other things might not get done, but that will. Right, Rob? <laughs> That's absolutely correct. 75 percenters. Uh, the next housekeeping is none of us picked Jerry Springer in our pool of afterlife. Uh, how do we frame a Deadpool positively? It's a it's a pool of afterlife. Nobody picked Jerry Springer, who was sneaky old. He was 79. He almost made 80, but I never thought of him that old. What about you, Rob? Did you know Jerry Springer was 79? No, but... Uh... Speaking of old, do you know how old William Shatner is? He's 90. 92. What? Wow. He just went to space this year, too. Damn. Like, I told that to Shards today. Like, who the fuck does this man think he is? He's always been pig-headed and narcissistic, but he's got a really good hairpiece now. Like, his hair looks better than it did when he was in, like, the 80s. And he went to space, so I don't think he's checking out anytime soon. He's, he's our new Betty White. Oh, no, 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 Betty White was America's sweetheart for 50, 70, 80, 100 years. William Shatner was persona non grata for a while. He's kind of arrogant. I love him now, but we're not doing, no. The official podcast stance, GPP, is he is not Betty White. William Shatner's not Betty White. There will never be another Betty White. Agreed? All right. I think he's just another sneaky old guy that we should have put on our list that we didn't. Instead, we said, I'm not even going to say his name, but it rhymes with Fel Grooks that should have never been on the list. And I still think about that every day that Fel Grooks should not have been on our list. <laughs> every <laughs> night. Seriously. He's waking up in a cold sweat and whispering <laughs> Mel Brooks. <laughs> God damn it. You. No, I do not. I, I regret it. I was high on podcasting. I was just over my skis and next you know i said the word i should have never said so goodbye to jerry springer i don't really care for jerry springer the one thing i know about him that makes me like him is he was the mayor of a big city it might have been cincinnati and he employed a prostitute and he wrote her a personal check that she did not cash yeah. she showed people 
And that a part I like about Jerry Springer. <laughs> Will you take a check for your sex services? And that's what got him kicked out of mayor and put him down the road where we saw Diamond Dave. I thank him for two things, writing a check for sex, illegal sex, and bringing us Diamond Dave, the ninja, trailer park ninja. What are you guys, what's your memories? Well, I mean, what do you think he put in the memo? Uh, plumbing? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? We could probably research that because I think the check has been photographed as evidence. So I don't know. I would have put plumbing or consultation. Shards, what do you put? Therapy. Shards, what do you put in the memo of a check? For <laughs> prostitute. I don't know. Fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional support animal? No, that was too that's too far. Oh yes. This is gifts and services. <laughs> Technically, technically. Well, goodbye, Jerry Springer. He wasn't in our uh, heavenly pool, but we missed him. And the next thing I want to talk about in housekeeping is I see Rob's sexy trail cock at work almost all the time, every day, five days a week. Rob, you have a sexy trail cock. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Jeep made you a very sexy trail cock. You were behind me the other day and we're at this stoplight, Titusville stoplights are the worst on earth. They're all red all the time and they're all five minutes longer than you expect them to be. Behind me was the trail cock with Rob in it. First, I looked at Rob's sexy hair without a hat. And then I looked at the grill and the headlights. The grill and the headlights of a, what year is it? 2014. 2014 Jeep trail cock Cherokee. Looks like shards. If he, if he were to stick his teeth out buck teeth style and take his glasses off, it looks like shards. Am I wrong, Rob? You're not wrong and it hurts me. <laughs> I, to, I know I have to look it up. It does I don't think I've ever seen it. It doesn't have round headlights. It's got like LEDs in a line that slants slightly up, like slanted slits, slanted slits, slanted slits, slanted slits. And then it's got the grill. It has uh, like oval openings that are look like teeth. And when Rob's behind uh, me, I see shards. I think we need to do a side by side on the Insta. Yeah, that looks like you shards. If I had my teeth out, my glasses off because I got slanty like, eyes. Is that what you're saying? I didn't go that far. I said slant-ish. Slant your eye. <laughs> There's trail cock. Look, it's a Jeep Cherokee behind me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, it's shards. Uh, well, someday maybe we'll do a mashup of that. Uh, I'm sorry, shards. I don't want to shit on you, but I saw that grill and I was like, that is it. So hey, I told you ever, Rob you ever seen chuckled. those memes that are like the collages of what cars and look like people or people look like their cars? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd have to be on that meme now with the trail cock. But you don't have a trail cock. You have an amazing maroon Ford probe that looks nothing like you. It just adds to your, uh, Rob, what am I looking for here? It adds to his mystique, his uh, uh, sidebar. Shards, yeah, Shards is different than other people. No, he's different than other people, and his car adds to that. What do we call that? Poor. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it adds to his poor. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what a week. Tonight is very special. It's our Thursday and your whatever day after Monday. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is the NFL draft. Not the new fucking listener draft, as you probably thought it was. The National Football League. Not soccer, football, 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 draft. I love the draft shards. You love the draft, right? We're sports fans. Yeah. But we don't talk about it on this podcast. We talk about mindless bullshit. Rob, 
you are not a sports fan. Do you know about the NFL draft tonight? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> and that's why we love you. Well, I will clue you in, Rob. The National Football League is two conferences, the American Football League and the National Football The American Football League, sorry. Tonight, there are 32 owners of teams, rich guys, that will pick through all the college kids who played football, and they will pick the best of them. Why do they pick the best of them, you ask? You ask. Why do they pick the best of them? That's a great question, Rob. I'm glad you asked that. These 32 billionaires... They have a, a field, if you will. They have a giant field that makes them a lot of money. It's about, what, 100 yards? How wide is it, Shards, this field 50. they work? It's 100 yards by 50 yards, and this field needs a lot of work on it. It needs months of work every year. Some of the fields are out in the open where it's hot and then it's cold. Some of them have domes, which is a new thing that's kind of nice for the workers. So every year, X amount of former field workers – uh, retire or move on from the NFL. And each year they have to replenish them because these fields need to be taken care of. They have to be worked by people. 11 on each side uh, of the field, 22 if you think about it, plus special teamers. So we'll get into that later. So these guys get together in a big city every year, throw a big party, and they uh, they basically have like an auction. Right, Shards? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So the people who recruit these workers – they make tape on them and show like, look how hard this guy works. Look how hard this guy works on our field. And then they try and sell them to the NFL owners, right, Shards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they all get together and they bid. They bid on these workers based on their athleticism, their strength, their weaknesses, their commitment to the cause to get them to come work on their fields. Right, Charles? Yeah. So all 32 teams tonight, Thursday, will get to bid on a worker. They want to come work on their 100 by 50 foot field uh, for the next three to five years. And everyone tunes in to see who takes what worker to work on their fields. Am I off there somewhere, Charles? Yeah, one correction. Go ahead. Tonight, there's only 31 teams. As one of those teams got in trouble oh. for tampering with another employer's uh, workers. Yes. Uh, and that was the Miami Dolphins who, uh, believe it or not, practice in Plantation, Florida, which kind of messes things up for them. Anyway, they are. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So tonight, Rob. These, so basically what you're saying is America really gets down to its roots tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. 32 very rich men will bid on who they want to come work their 100 by 50 foot field for the next three to five years and how much, uh, how much they want that person on their field based on their health, their athleticism, their strength and their ability to do work. Right. Shards. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh and that's all people are going to talk about is boy, this guy worked so hard. Look how hard he works. He's got a good motor. They say that's a word. Uh, look how hard he works. Look how, uh, he plays 99% of the snaps, which means he's out there 99% of the days when the sun is up and there's work to be done. That's what the NFL draft is, Rob. And that's tonight. And me and Charge are excited about it because we both like some of these people, people's organizations, and we want to see really good guys get out there and work. That's what we want to see, more or less. I love the Tennessee Titans. Shards, who do you love? The Green Bay Packers. That's right, because it's near Sheboygan and it's near Ooseville. Rob, growing up in Utah, 
What's your favorite football <laughs> team? It was the Denver Broncos. That's Utah's team. Is it really? Because like if yeah. you if you drew like bomb radiuses around all these fields that these guys have to work, Utah would be probably the sparsest, right? The farthest away from any circle, don't you think, Shards? Where else are they farther from a team slash uh, field than Utah, Shards? I can't think of anywhere. North Dakota, maybe. Oh, good one. Okay, North Dakota and Utah. Okay, so the Broncos were your team. Uh, I got a bad news for you. Well, the Broncos made big mistakes recently so we'll see what happens but they got a great have they not made big mistakes i don't remember them when they went to the auction and they got uh john elway they went to the auction and they got john elway big guy very muscular could do a lot of work yeah and he could throw a rock so far right shards like john elway could throw a rock yeah he could yep and he could go up and down that field day in and day out all day every day he'd go up and down that field so that's when the Broncos did it right. And then from there, it's bad news. Do you remember back in the day when John Elway used to throw one of those uh, Nerf footballs like for a commercial? I can't remember what they're called, but they had the little whistles on them and the long tail. Yeah. Oh, those things were cool. They had but commercials they mean- of him throwing those things out of the Mile High Stadium. I do not remember those commercials, but I love those whistling football darts. And although this is not a sports podcast, I enjoyed I enjoyed throwing it. The- yeah, you ever have yeah. one of those? Fuck yeah, I had one of those. Maybe a hundred of them. <laughs> do they always end up on a roof? You bet your ass yeah, they do. Dude, all the time. <laughs> or if you try and surprise a friend and throw it in their face and hope they catch it, it always gives them like a really nice shiner because it's not as <laughs> forgiving as a Nerf football. Yeah. And I still haven't forgot you, Shards, when a couple weeks ago you said, do you want us to Nerf the world, Mike? That was a good, no, but that was a good point. That was a good point. However, <laughs> yeah, shards. I do want people to nerf the world. I love nerf. I like nerf footballs, nerf basketballs. I like nerf everything. So please nerf the world. Anyway, Rob, did I answer your questions about the NFL draft tonight? You did. Do you have any further questions? I think I explained it in a pretty cogent manner. I don't. Well, that's good. One thing I can report in this week is I bought a sticker for my truck that says, I heart bacon farts. And I'm so proud of that, but it's not my line. It's not my sticker. Someone else at work. Shout out to Cutter Rob, who doesn't listen to modern media. Uh, he had it on his car, but he traded it in recently. And I asked him, were you going to get an I Heart Bacon Fart sticker? He said, no, that was then. This is now. I'm moving on. So I said, would you be mad if I took your intellectual property and got me a giant I Heart Bacon Fart sticker on my truck? And he said, no way, man. Go at it. Because Rob is extremely hilarious. He's a funny guy. And he's positioned right by the shitters. So everyone that passes to go to the shitters has to talk to Rob. And he cracks him up with jokes and hilarious bits so i'm getting an i heart bacon fart sticker on my car and shards and rob you, neither of you have any funny stickers on your car no stickers what's up with that i'm not a sticker on the car person really shards nothing ever i don't even have hair on my body why would i have a sticker <laughs> on my car <laughs> oh well how about a sticker like a caution sticker that has like the dot reflective tape that says warning hairless driver instead of careless driver (laughs) (laughs) or look out for hairless drivers. (laughs) Nothing. Well, you two funny duddies do not enjoy. I used to have when I was a kid, I had an RX seven and this was back when, you know, times were different. I had a show your tits instead of a baby on board sign. I had a pink one that said, show your tits. And my family was out like, Oh my God. But it turned out like 
I would sit at stoplights and people pull up next to me because I had it on the side window and they would look over and laugh. No women showed their tits because once you see my face and apparently whatever aura I have around me, I don't see people when I'm in a truck doing uh, roadhead. I don't see tits when I'm in a truck driving. So they didn't show me their tits except for one time. I stopped at a stoplight and this big old dude on a giant Harley looked over. He had a brain bucket on, you know, a big mustache. He's probably about 300 pounder and ape hangers. And he saw my son. He looked over, he smiled and he laughed and he turned, he lifted his fucking uh, wife beater and showed me his tits. Yeah. <laughs> What a guy. <laughs> so I officially, dreams. <laughs> officially, I did see tits because of my show your tits sign. I also had a Mooney. Do you guys remember Moonies? My sister bought me this for Christmas. It's it's a, like a little Mooney. dude, like like a little doll guy, a fat doll guy that has suction cups on his ass and you stick them to the window, passenger side window of your car. And then it has like one of those blood pressure squeezers. And when you pass people, you squeeze the blood pressure thing and he drops his pants and shows his ass. I had a Mooney. So I'm into this road hilarity. I'm a traveling comic, if you will. But I haven't done anything since then. I have a Van Halen sticker on the back of my truck, naturally. I have a UCF sticker, Go Knights, on the, my truck. And uh, on the other side of my truck, what the hell is my other sticker? UCF, Van Halen. Oh, I'm blanking. I wear my personality on my truck sticker. <laughs> no, that's a good one, though. <laughs> that is a good one. Van Halen, UCF, and God damn if I can't remember what the other sticker is. Oh, well. So now... I got clearance from Rob to use his IP. I got on the Amazon and in the mail currently is a giant sticker that says, I heart bacon farts. And I cannot wait to make people laugh. So I got that going for me. Now, do you like your own bacon farts or someone else's bacon farts? I don't know. I like all, I like bacon. I like all bacon farts. So if you eat bacon and you're in my vicinity, feel free to fart and I'll, I will compliment you, I guess. How many stickers do you have to get on the back of your truck before the coexist sticker ends up there? Ooh, I would take that as a dig, but I love that sticker, even though I, <laughs> I'm against most organized religion. And I think the world would be a better place without a lot of organized, quote unquote, organized religion. I like the Koizik sticker because it kind of does wrap like, hey, let's all hug and just say, let's not fucking kill each other and, and, and make life miserable. So I like that one. I might get the coexist if they can make it funny. How do you make the coexist sticker funny? Well, I have, I have no uh, no ill feelings towards the stickers. Just you know, anytime someone sticker bombs the back of their car, that sticker is always there. That sticker is yeah. definitely always there. It's the smiley face of the 21st century. It is a smiley <laughs> face of the 21st century. I would get one, but I don't currently have a plan unless we can make it funny. The other bee in my bonnet is. Do you guys know who Brooke Shields is? I've heard the name. Oh boy, we might have to roll two boomer topics into this. Shards, Brooke Shields, and go. Uh, I only know because of you, Mike. Oh, well, okay. Pretend like you don't know. Just say. Oh, I, I don't know. know. I have no oh, idea. Oh, okay. Never That's heard great, that Shards. That's first All time. Right. When I was growing up in the 80s, she was a young... She's my age. I'm 27. She was growing up in the 80s, and she was a model and an actress, quote unquote. And she was everywhere. And she did like seductive ads for jeans, designer jeans, back when we wore designer jeans. And... uh that's all I knew her from. I didn't know about other stuff, but I did know about her. She did. She made a movie that I was aware of called The Blue Lagoon in the 80s. Can you guys hear the roofers uh, shooting bullets in my head? Is that yes. what that is? <laughs> yeah. These uh, Southern America's Pan-American guys were supposed to be gone today by this time, but naturally they're here because I'm podcasting. 
So of course it's not gunshots. I'm not in South Chicago. I'm getting a roof put on. So please forgive us for the, Oh, and a compressor. Oh, they brought a compressor. Well, that's great too. Thanks guys. It's only the evening. Anywho, yeah, Brooke it's Shields. a little late. Uh, tsh, dude, you know how it goes. I uh, yeah, no control over it. Brooke Shields sold jeans seductively when she was like 15, 16. And she did the movie blue lagoon. She was 15. She's naked in the movie when she's 15. Now, you can still stream this movie. You can buy this movie. You can go get a DVD of this movie. And she's naked at the age of 15. Her mom basically turned her out to be a sex symbol. Can you believe that? Pretty gross. What what keeps that from, like, being child porn if you own that video or own that movie? Well, that's a great question and only gets worse. I asked Detective Jimmy to come on and describe and, like, tell us about it. But being Detective Jimmy, he's smart and... Wow. Now over my head. Thanks guys. Uh, he said there's too much nuance to this subject and he didn't want to talk about it because he used to specialize in that kind of stuff. And he was very adamant. He didn't want to do anything. And I told him we wouldn't yuck it up. This would be straightforward. Cause I really would like to hear like, how can I still buy a movie where a 15 year old girl's naked? How is that possible? I'm outraged. Like this sucks. And then it gets worse. She was 11 and she did a movie called pretty baby where she plays the daughter of a new Orleans prostitute who ends up being auctioned off for her virginity. And she's naked twice as an 11-year-old playing an 11-year-old prostitute for an artsy movie, they call it. If you have that movie on your Netflix or your hard drive, doesn't that make you a child porn connoisseur? But Jimmy, and I respect him for it. He's like, I'm not talking to you fucking stupid asses, especially you molds. I know you're going to make it funny. And even though I promised him and I wouldn't have, he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that molds, you idiot. So hats off to detective jimmy who said this is over the line i'm not going to come on your podcast and yuck it up but that leaves us with the question you can watch her uh she has a special on hulu where she tries to describe what happened and why she did it and why her mom was a fucking uh a mama son or a madam turning her out at 11 to be naked and in this movie she kisses a man for her first kiss ever in life. She kisses a man, uh, Keith Carradine, who's famous, actually. Can you believe that? How could how could a parent have your daughter kiss a grown man, even if it's on Hollywood, you know, if it's for a movie that's quote unquote artsy, which it probably isn't. What the fuck? Her first kiss was for money on a grown ass man where she French kissed a grown ass man. Do you guys have any outrage on this or happiness? I, I feel like we touched on this a little bit in... Uh previous podcast where we were talking about Bruno and how the parents would do anything he wanted as long as their kids were going to be famous. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it makes me sick to the stomach. I have, Oh boy. I think one of the roofers just fell through with the drywall. Yep. There is his feet. He's got work boots on. Woo. Well, at least Sorry he's got work boots on. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, but this podcast here to entertain. Not, uh, uh, uh Oh, I think it's a gang shooting Hang on. I think the Crips just fired the Bloods. Are they coming back at him? Oh, the Crips win. Anyway, so this mom turned her kid out, 11-year-old, had to get naked for a movie and then kiss a grown-ass man sensually, French kissing. Oh, the Bloods have fired back. It seems like it's 50. Oh, uh-oh. Nail gun violence. Straight up war what? now. What are we going to do about nail gun violence? Oh, speaking of nail guns, sidebar, did you know how they kill Burmese pythons they catch in the Everglades? nail gun to the skull nice Nice. really yeah nail guns that's how they humanely kill a python i would just fucking pull its head off or shoot it with a 22 but no they nail gun anyway back to the task at hand 
Brooke Shields' mom was a madam who turned her 11-year-old daughter out. But I'm not so mad at her or Brooke Shields as I am Keith Carradine. You should have said, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm not kissing an actual 11-year-old. Give me a 19-year-old that looks 11 and I'll kiss her. But according to Brooke, he had the common decency to say before he kissed her on film multiple times for whatever, how many takes it took, he said, this doesn't count as your first kiss, little 11-year-old girl. And then he French kissed her. What the fuck is up with that? That blows my mind. As a parent, I have boys, you know, as a parent of boys, that blows my mind. Shards, what the fuck? Dude, I, I don't like. I don't think I could go forward with that. It would be too awkward. I'm like, sure it would be. Like as a male adult, actors, how do you do that? I agree. How did the actors go? Whoa, 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 whoa! We read the script. We thought it was gonna be cool, but this is over. I'm not doing this. No, they're like action. Uh, fuck them and fuck her mom. Oh my god. I'm so outraged at Brooke Shields, and I wish I wish we could get a guy, Detective Jimmy, on to talk about the nuances of if you have this movie, why aren't you a child porn collector? But I'm I'm uh, I'm full hot about Brooke Shields and her mom. Damn, damn, have we, has the world changed since 1985, huh? Yeah, it's pretty wild. And uh, oh, Billy Ray Osiris Rex making an appearance on the left. Can we spill the beans about what the future might hold for Billy Ray Osiris Rex? Billy Ray Osiris may be joined by a female oh. hairless cat named oh. Dolly Purton. Can you imagine? Oh, Dolly Purton. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Shards. Look, we love Rob, right, Shards? We sure do. Are we going to not Is that push back? No, it's a roofer and thunder. Don't you roof in the lightning and thunder? Isn't that what people do is roof in the thunder and lightning? In my house, they do. Isn't that how you're supposed to do it? I think so, especially if you have a golf club in your hand while you're nail gunning over my head while I'm podcasting. Dolly Purton, you can do better than that. Billy Ray Osiris Rex is a home run. I think Dolly Purton, and hopefully your your wife doesn't hear this podcast because that's probably where it came from, unless it came from you, in which case, shame on you. You can do better, Rob. <laughs> She's immediately going to listen to this podcast on Monday. Uh, well, okay. Dear Rob's wife, we support your idea. However, we think we can do better. Dolly Purton, not good with Billy Ray Osiris Rex. I tried to push him towards something, Shards, like Queen of the Nile. What the fuck's her name? Cleopertra. Cleopertra, right? Billy Ray Osiris Rex and Cleopertra. Do you have any ideas, Shards, for what you can name a hairless cat with the deepest blue eyes you've ever seen i would have called her uh, i would have called her new old blue eyes or uh something that was like blue lagoon hello mm. hello oh brooke brooke shields she oh blue god <laughs> <laughs> do you have any ideas for a beautiful hairless cat with deep yeah, blue she's eyes? young and naked <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch that was a good callback Ooh. Okay, back to the task Oof. hand because it's important. We're talking about a cat name. I don't know what else is more important on this podcast than a cat name. Dolly Purton is not it, Rob. Come on. Yeah. Shards, what do you got? Mm. If it was me, I'd name it after myself and call her Allopersia. you motherfuckers that is so good this is my cat Billy Ray Osiris Rex and Alapersia oh dude come on Rob I mean that's gold that's gold is that two names or one it's one name, Alapersia, just like Shikanawana or some. You might throw an apostrophe in there somewhere, but dude, <laughs> please reconsider Dolly Purden or whatever the hell it was. Please, for us. Why don't you like Dolly? I love Dolly Parton. She's 
she is okay. She is the replacement. The good call. She's the replacement for Betty White. Dolly Parton is an American treasure, a smart businesswoman. She came from zero and now she's a billionaire who deserves it. She didn't do it on the backs of people. She's good to people. So Dolly Parton is cool. It just doesn't ring. It's it's a hard stop, Rob. We love Dolly Parton, but just please don't. And her eyes are not blue. I've never looked at her eyes for obvious reasons. <laughs> I don't even know if she has eyes. <laughs> we'll have to Google it. Google. Okay, Google. Does Dolly Parton have eyes? Because I've never looked at her if she did. Watch. She's totally going to have blue eyes. Uh-oh. Google heard me. Hang on. Here are some results from the web. Oh, she's not going to talk about them. I asked. Google heard me. If Dolly Parton even has eyes. Oh, God. This podcast is off the rails and I fucking love it. He has green eyes. You see, that's not going to work for those big giant Frank Sinatra eyes. Is there a female name for Frank? Like, is Frankie a female name? How about Frankie yeah, Sinatra? Frank, Frank, uh, there are girls named Frankie, actually. You see what I'm saying? Frank Sinatra. They called them old blue eyes. We can do better, Rob. We can do better. I haven't heard it, so apparently what? you can. <laughs> oh, my God. How about... Marilyn Meow. She had blue Marilyn eyes. Marilyn Meow is, is pretty good. And she had some other things. What did she have? I don't remember. How about oh. uh, if it's a girl with not a lot of hair, Jada Perkett Smith? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Eat my cat's name out your Dude, motherfucking fuck. mouth. Dude, Sharks just jumped from the end. just jumped from the end of the key, double swung the ball in a double loop, and then smashed it through the hoop so hard that the fucking net caught fire. <laughs> oh my god. Shards, you're the fucking king. Well, if you don't change your mind on what you just heard, Rob, I'm sad. I guess her, her name is Jada now. <laughs> Dude, shards. And then anytime <laughs> someone calls out your cat, you can use the Will Smith line. Yeah, use the Will Smith line. Keep my fucking cat's name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I, that's that's got to happen now. Well, I'm now you have now. to lobby the president, if you know what I mean, to get that passed through. But I have a feeling... That it's gonna end up being Dolly Purden, but it's up to you, man. Yeah, I think Alice Percy is a pretty uh, solid <laughs> second, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like them both. You got to get another hairless cat. You need three hairless cats so Shard's ideas can be brought to fruition. Oh god! Oh damn! Well. I've ranted about Brooke Shields. We've talked about the draft. You understand the draft now? No, no, no questions about what they're going to do tonight. I do understand the draft. Okay. So, gentlemen, yeah, do you know who the Pinkertons are? Hell yeah, they live next to the Blinkertons. No, it not sounds like a family out of a Dr. Seuss book. No, it sounds like it a does. family out of West Virginia that shoots at the McCoys. Goddamn Pinkertons! There <laughs> it is. That's exactly <laughs> who they are. What? That's the same Pinkertons. No, it's the it's the McCoys, Hatfields and McCoys. Hatfields and McCoys is where I was going. Well, they did a lot of stuff in West Virginia as well. Oh, go on about the Pinkertons. So the Pinkertons are the bad guys in every like old West movie. Oh, they got big mu- black mustaches and they tie girls to railroad tracks. We know the yeah. Pinkertons, don't we, shards? Yeah, yeah. But they're actually a detective in mercenary service. Ooh, I like mercenaries. I love so, mercenaries. So, Pinkertons have been around for quite a while. They're still very active to this day. 
You're boring so Cyrus Rex. He just yelling. I know. Just so you know. Go ahead. I want you to imagine with me that you go to the store I'm and the store. you love Hasbro products. I fucking okay. love Hasbro. Hang like on. Power Rangers. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Let's name a Hasbro product we know as Hasbro because I do love Hasbro. Fucking uh, Peppa Pig. Mm, not my generation. Oh, Hasbro. I'm just saying what they own. Operation. Wasn't that a Hasbro game or was that Milton Bradley? Okay. So we go to the store. Do you guys sniff plastic toys? When you pick up a toy, do you sniff it? No. Okay, moving on. Hasbro toys. <laughs> anyway. So Hasbro toys. You decide that you're going to buy some Hasbro products made of cardboard, mm-hmm. and they're called Magic the Gathering cards. Okay, hang on. I've heard of Magic the Gathering. You have to give us the five-second synopsis. I've never played it. What is Magic the Gathering besides Pokemon on steroids? It's a trading card game that's basically Dungeons and Dragons. Does it have bubblegum with the trading cards? No. No, it does not. So what's the upside? Why do I buy Magic the Gathering? They're worth money. So is bubblegum. I'm Boomer adjacent. I don't know what Magic the Gathering is. Thousands of dollars for one card. Because? Because of rarity. And with this card, I can? You can win the game. The? You can win the game of Magic the Gathering. Against my friends, or do I go to like? You can go to tournaments. You can. Okay, so they have tournaments. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not just beating shards like thousand dollar card, bitch. Boom! I win shards, and you go, yeah, you won. Uh, We'll play again next Friday, and I'm like, but that's a five thousand dollar card, shards. I don't understand, but okay. I mean, it's the same reason why people buy baseball cards. I don't, I don't get it either. But apparently, those are worth money. They like steroids, right, shards? They like people that do steroids. <laughs> what? Are you talking about Barry Bonds? No, Puerto Ricans in baseball isn't that like hand in hand? Uh, well, look, okay. Sidebar: I didn't know Puerto Ricans played baseball, but now that I do know Puerto Ricans play baseball, I assumed it was all people from ha- uh, not Haiti. What's the other side of that island where it's nice? Dominican Republic. Want- yeah, I know people in the DR play baseball, but I didn't know the people in the PR play baseball, and I assume based on previous experience that if PR people play baseball, instead of putting in the 10,000 hours to be amazing, they probably do steroids and cheat, right? Yeah, probably. Baseball is the most popular <laughs> sport in Puerto Rico. I thought of <laughs> sport in Puerto Rico. Damn. Damn. Um, well. Wow. Okay. So go anyway, wow. magic, the gathering cards, go ahead. So you buy these cards, right? You see them on the shelf and you're like, oh, these are new. I haven't yeah. seen these before. So you buy them and take them home. Okay. Yep. You're also a YouTuber and you decide. Yep. You are now a YouTuber. Ooh, you, finally. Go ahead. You decide to make a YouTube video about these cards that you just found at the store. Now, uh-huh. this is where it gets fucked up. Hasbro finds mm-hmm. out that you got these cards and you're okay. not supposed to have these cards. So you know what Hasbro does? Hasbro sends the green army men from Toy Story to knock on your door and run in secretly while you're not seeing them to steal the cards back. Right, Shards? Or like the small soldiers movie? No, like Toy Story. God damn, you guys are bad at this. <sighs> okay. I, I'm on the small soldiers side. Yeah, that they're, was, they're more no. violent. They are more violent. Wow. I forgot what podcast that was on. I thought I was on a smart list for a second. You're right. They are Ooh. more violent. Yep. The small. So the Hasbro sends in the small soldiers to regulate. Is that what happened, Rob? No, they send in the Pinkertons, an armed mercenary group. What? With where is, guns. Where was this at in America? America? Let's let's find out. 
That sounds like Kansas. Shard, before we find out, what state do you think someone stole Magic the Gathering cards from? No, no, they didn't steal. They bought them legally, they, but... Somebody illegally. stole them. <laughs> Wait, I'm lost now. Did they steal them or did someone else steal them? Uh, let's be factual. Yeah, let's be factual because <laughs> most people get their news from the GBP. Most people do. And I appreciate that. Who cares where he lives? You do, apparently. He lives, he lives in Lebanon, no. Kansas. <laughs> I got that one. No, uh, so how did he not work for Magic the Gathering Hasbro and get the cards is what I'm asking. The store sold it to him. They were just unreleased. Okay. We need to start over. Not over, but you need to... I thought from what you told me, which was not much, that an inside job liberated the cards and he had the cards and boasted about it. I How didn't did know. you get that? <laughs> we went you the didn't store. tell me the details. Yes, I Rob. did. No, he, li- he literally said store. in his story that he went to the store and bought the cards. Remember, we picked our favorite Hasbro product at the store, which Rob. was Magic the Gathering cards. Rob, I'm a terrible listener. Oh, my your, God. And that's your fault. And a 75 percenter. <laughs> okay. That's my fault, Rob. This is all on the record. So let's go. Okay. I missed that. Don't worry. That's on me, folks. I'm a terrible listener. I'm a caring nurturer, and I missed that. Okay, he went to the store, now I understand, and bought Magic the Gathering cards and got rare cards that should not have been released yet. Correct. Now now I'm up to speed. I'm not that smart. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough, and I'm not tough. I thought I Barney-styled it enough for you, but apparently. <laughs> you need to talk real slow. And I'll be honest with you, Rob. Making me pay attention to Magic the Gathering card stories is an uphill climb so go ahead my bad he went to the store bought them and go went home mm-hmm. home he made a youtube video about these cards oh yeah because they were unreleased like yeah. hey look what i found at x store Great. but he knew they were unreleased sure okay but if you go and you go to the store and they have a brand new pizza that hasn't been released yet Pepperoni. is it your responsibility to to be like, oh shit! I need. To, I should tell somebody. Or are you within your rights to purchase that pizza? You're in the rights to purchase that pizza and cover it with unreleased cards and eat it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Now Hasbro sent yeah. Pinkertons after this YouTuber and raided his home. Okay, hang on. So they a private security firm kicked his door down. Uh, they threatened him with legal action until they let them in, mm-hmm. and they took everything, every even item, the blender, every item related to Magic the Gathering, even his cum rag because obviously he's a virgin and he only jerks off for sex. Is they took that too for yeah. evidence? Everything. Oh my god! They needed the DNA. <laughs> we found his DNA not only on this shirt. Put on his yep. magic the gathering cards. We're so off track. The bottom line, this is a serious story because a private company hired a private security company to raid a person's house. That's the grist of this, right, Rob? Pretty much. And then now you're worried that because of your magic the gathering cards that you stole, they're going to kick your door down. And Ooh. Billy Ray Osiris Rex and uh, Cleopatra are going to get out and disappear is that what this is about pretty much but i don't i don't purchase magic the gathering cards but this pretty much solidifies that i will not purchase them 
Like, I don't want to accidentally buy something and then have a private security firm show up to my home with firearms over pieces of cardboard. But let's be real here, Rob. If if a private company showed up at your house with firearms, the three of us know that they are outgunned, right? Yeah, they, they are. So they are way outgunned. We yeah. know this. Yep. That fucking tombstone you bought, you'll be fucking plinking them. <laughs> that's, like, that's like artillery. Like, he's got a tombstone. Run for the van. Oh, Jesus. Nine millimeters are penetrating the engine block. I understand, Rob, what you're saying. Oh, and that man. is fucked up. That is fucked up. Over trading cards. America, dude, corporations have all the power. Corporations have the money, and therefore they have the power. So fuck you, Hasbro. You're not my bro, Hasbro. You're Hasbro now, bitch. So, as an aside, let me ex- let me explain how evil the Pinkertons are. Yeah, tell us how evil those fucking Pinkertons are, motherfuckers. They have the Anti-Pinkerton Act within the U.S. Congress from 1893. Yeah, because back then they were old school assholes. Tell us why, Rob. It is one sentence. Oh, let me and Shard's guess. Let me and Shard's guess. It's one sentence from the U.S. Congress that says the Pinkertons suck. I will go first. Hear ye, hear ye. As of 1865, the American government says there can only be one out of control militia group kicking in doors and fucking people's lives up, and that is the FBI. Hear ye, hear ye, this day, 1865. Shards, what do you have? Uh, the Pinkertons don't pay taxes, therefore they can't be lobbied <laughs> by the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is more prescient and uh, more thought out, as usual. Rob, what is the reality? That herefore, hereafter, no employee of the Pinkerton Detective Agency or similar agency shall be employed in any government service or by any officer of the District of Columbia. Well, we know, D.C., that you can smoke crack and be the two-time mayor, so eh, I'm not surprised. Two-time champ. (laughs) Yeah, two-time champ. Anyway, so... Yeah, so evil that the U.S. government was like, well, let's not associate with these guys at all. Mind you, this is a a detective agency, Mm -hmm. a detective agency. Allegedly detectives. They're mercenaries, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, like here's money. Make this person life uh, unattainable anymore. That's not a detective. A detective goes, hey, see, yeah, your wife, see, she's out with this guy, see, eating soup and crackers at this restaurant, see. Pinkerton's like, who do you want us to fuck over, boss? Oh, and they're, they're really big union busters, like really big. Like that's who, that's the company that companies hire when they want to bust up a union is the Pinkertons. Wow, that's fucked up. A toy company sent a private security agency in to uh, roust a person over a fucking trading card. And that is fucked up. That is very fucked up. Yep. Sidebar, my kid got duped by some fake Pokemon cards with holograms. Can I, can I send Pinkerton to kick some ass on some uh, young Pokemon card forgers? Maybe. Oh, that's so odd. I think they fall under Nintendo and Nintendo don't fuck around. <laughs> no, Nintendo oh, does yeah. not fuck around. Nintendo does not fuck around. We all know that. The last point of order 
tonight is first I was going to do a segment on kids do not know the name or the phrase. I locked up my brakes. Do you guys understand that? Yeah. Didn't we talk about that last time? I don't think we did. If we did, I didn't research it and I didn't like survey kids. But since analog brakes are standard on even the shittiest Chevrolet piece of crap you can buy now, I thought if we asked younger people like, hey, have you ever locked up your brakes? What does that mean? They would be like, no, I have analog brakes. What does it sound like, kid? Oh, locking up your brakes sounds like nothing. It goes, and your car stops. I was wrong. All the kids I surveyed knew about locking up their brakes. However, what was discovered was even better. Ladies and gentlemen of the not young crowd as i called which i shouldn't have done i hate calling people and the fact that kids don't answer their phones anymore it's all text yahoo ye chat fi chat come chat um, i got chat. i don't know dude <laughs> i'm surrendering here i'm surrendering whatever chat i hop what's the one the chinese run i chat i hop uh, anyway i called a bunch of young relatives to ask them their take on locking up their brakes and the thing i found out that actually is pertinent is Kids do not make outgoing messages on their voicemail. Do you know that? Make yeah. Out- outgoing messages? Yeah, like, hi, this is Spencer. Uh, I'm not ending my oh. phone right now. It's, you have reached one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Please leave a message after the beep. Kids don't talk on the phone anymore. Like I hate, which I do not talk on the phone. I fuck, I have anxiety. I hate talking on the phone. Don't call me. If you hear my voice, don't call me, text me, email me. Everybody I tried to call that was young. I got their fucking outgoing message in their voicemail, which my kids told me they're not going to return the call. And none of them were like, hi, this is Bobby. Uh, Please leave a message after the beep. Like we all did kids. So the story isn't the original one. The new story is kids don't leave outgoing messages on their voicemail because, A, they don't give a fuck about voicemail. And second, why waste your time? If you're calling me, you got caller ID, my kid told me, and you know who you're calling, so you're not going to need them to say, hi, this is Bobby. Please leave me a message like we did. <laughs> we, we being me, Shards, did you leave outgoing messages on your voicemail? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I used to do that all the time when I was younger. I used to do the the quintessential... Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello? That's a classic. Dude, that's I a can't. classic. Nah, I'm just playing. Leave a message every week. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what say you, dude? I did that too. But and do then, you still, if I call your voicemail right now, am I going to get an outgoing message or are you just going to be like, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, leave your message? I'm pretty sure there's still a message there. Yeah. That is a general. So I set out to, to, to figure out one thing and I found out the other. Yeah. Kids kind of know about locking your brakes up. And I found out it was probably from, uh, from video games, you know, with old classic cars like uh, vice city and all that shit. However, the real story was kids do not leave outgoing messages. You call them, you get the voicemail, you just hang up or, you know, who you're calling my kid, my oldest kid's like, yeah, dad, we have caller ID. When you call a number, we know who we're calling. So why would, why would someone tell us who they are? And I was like, because that's what people do. You fucking <laughs> savage in my head as I'm going, God damn it. He's right. And that leads to my next question. Can kids still make prank phone calls? Did you guys ever make a prank phone call? Uh, yeah, I did way back. Shards. Yeah. Wait, I try middle school or maybe a freshman or junior. The last time I did a prank phone call. Well, like unless you, 
unless you have money, I guess, and you can buy a spoofer, which is exists. You can put any whatever return phone number you want. You can't prank phone call anymore. I had a blast. I was a huge prank phone call guy, even though it was dumb ones, you know, where I would just call people's houses randomly. I'd dial a bunch of numbers and be like, hi, it's Bob. Is Jimmy there? And they'd be like, I don't know what Jimmy and I would fight with him for a minute and hang up. Kids, kids don't get together and make prank phone calls. What? I know they have a million other distractions. Did you guys ever make a prank phone call? Yeah, dude. Yeah. All the time. So did I. I thought that was the greatest thing in the world and it's gone now. It's extinct. Kids don't do that. Prank phone calls are gone. That, that to me, that's sad. I had a lot of adolescent. Oh, look at me. I'm not supervised and I'm doing dumb shit fun with prank phone calls. Oh, uh oh, another gunfight. The rain must have intensified. Now they're uh, having a gunfight. But I had a lot of fun with it. It doesn't exist unless you guys you guys have younger kids than I do. What happened to prank phone calls? I think it's just gone now, man. I, I think so, no one answers their phone anymore. Everything is true. text. Uh, that's how I feel. And believe me, I lead the way on. Please don't call me. If you hear my voice and you know who I am, Mike, don't call me. Shards, Rob, don't call me. I hate talking on the phone. Don't leave me a voicemail. Text me. I feel the same way. But prank phone calls were great. Dude, Especially, I'm the, the, I'm the type of person that if I have to call you or call somebody, I just won't. I'm I could so, be getting free money if I call yeah. this number and because I have to call it, I just, you know, it's not worth it. Absolutely. I'm the same <laughs> way. If someone told me call this number and talk for five minutes and you get a thousand dollars, I'd be like, why the fuck would I need a thousand dollars? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't they text me a thousand dollars? Like, why am I talking to people? And the sad part is when I was a kid, my dad was the same way. Me and my dad have all the same mental health issues that apparently come on in later life. When I was a kid, the rule in my house was, God bless you, Mush, because my sweet sister, Michelle, she knows this. My dad got a lot of phone calls because he was a pretty important dude. The rule was, if you told someone on the phone that my dad was there and went to go get my dad to tell me as a phone call, he would lose his shit. He would spank us. He would go berserk. The rule was, hello, hi, is Tom there? No, he is not here. Can I take a message and he'll get back to you? Oh, well, I need to talk to him real bad. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not here. Even though he's standing behind me going. (laughs) Fucking cutthroat. Like no matter what it was. (laughs) If you told someone that my dad was there, he would murder you. I'm the same way now as a kid. It's one of those things like. Like, man, when I get older, I'm not going to do that to my kids. I'm not. Uh, why would my dad do that to me? I'm the same way. My kids come to me, and hand me a phone. If you if my kids come to me and hand me a live phone and say, talk to this person, <laughs> I <can> legitimately <laughs> lose my shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I have my dad's mental illness. However, I did learn tonight in trying to pursue locking up your brakes, as I told you, which kids know. Kids do not put outgoing messages. You know who you're calling. It makes sense. Like, why the fuck did we ever? Why the fuck did we ever make outgoing messages? Hi, it's Mike. You've reached Mike. I'm not here. Please leave a message for Mike. You know the fuck who you're calling and what to do. It makes me feel super stupid for generationally explaining a million times on a recording what to do when you hear a fucking answering machine. And now kids bless their hearts have figured it out. Like I'm not doing this This is fucking retarded. What say you guys? 
I mean, that that's how my voicemail is set up now. I think it just says, I don't know, whatever the automated message is. I haven't left an outgoing thing in years. Well, I did not get the message. If you call my cell phone, you will get an outgoing message. And now I feel so stupid for being like, oh, it's Mike. Duh, you fucking idiot, Mike. We know who we're calling. And we're not going to leave you a message because we know you, Mike. We're just going to hang up. Uh, that was a wake-up call. So in an, in an attempt to show how kids don't know what break lockup is, I learned that I'm a complete idiot stuck in another century. So have you ever have you ever thought about texting your phone number neighbor? A what? Huh? <laughs> so like your phone number, but one digit up or is down. That a, is that a thing? I've seen it before on the internet. Wow, Rob, you heard of this? I have, and it gives me anxiety. <laughs> Why? I mean, what do you got to lose? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They could have said hi to me first. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, here's what here's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm a 75 percenter, as is Shards and Rob. Tonight, after we hang up, I'm gonna text my my phone number and neighbors. Is that what you called it, Shards? Yeah. I'm texting both of them, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, phone number neighbor, what's up?" That's pretty impressive. I kind of like that. One time, a person texted me by accident and i sent her back it turned out to be a female i sent her back something clever as i'm want to do and we had like a one week conversation of fun conversation it was just it was nothing sexual and it was just like ha you know little quips so i'm doing this okay i am for next week and i promise even though ramon has pointed out many times that we promised a lot of shit that i have not delivered on and it's coming it's coming we're just a little backed up, like constipated. I'm going to text my phone neighbors one number up and one number down and say, hey, what up, phone neighbor, and see what happens. Good idea. All right. Yeah. Well, we've wasted enough of their time, and we got to get to the draft shards and see who's going to be working on whose fields. Uh, yeah. It's pretty important to us. I want to know who's working in Tennessee. What a great place to work on a field, Tennessee. And now they're vaginas, and they're going to have a dome so Taylor Swift can sell tickets to her goddamn concert yeah. in the off season, and that makes me angry. <laughs> and God bless Green Bay, who said, you know what? It's cold as shit up here in the winter, and we're going to have a dome, and we're going to make you suffer. <laughs> right? I love yeah. Green Bay. Green Bay is like, hey, the weather is part of our – who we are fuck you guys come up here and play in december and january and suck it tennessee was that way and now they're like well we're gonna get fake grass and build a dome so taylor swift can offset some of the money ah, that makes me mad so go buffalo go uh go green bay anybody got any final words before we get the fuck up out of here i'm in a gunfight can you hear it okay go ahead shards you got anything to close us out um don't got nothing he ain't got nothing uh rob you got don't got something Come on me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one.